Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. And welcome back to the post-production podcast. My name is Rachel. And my name is Carrie. And I would like it to be known that even though Christmas has happened, and we hope it was a safe and merry holiday for all of you, I am in fact wearing Christmas earrings right now. They're little reindeers. They're very cute. And I just needed everyone to know that. We are filming this before Christmas. Recording this. Recording this before (laughs) Christmas. Yes. But we figured that since this episode is coming out post-Christmas, this could be a great time in the spirit of post-holiday depression to talk about something that gets to a lot of creators when they're feeling down. Writer's Block. The dreaded WB. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. (laughs) It's not just writers that writer's block happens to. It's mm-hmm. it's creatives in general. You just get to a place where you're like, I don't know what to do anymore. And I don't know where to stop or when to start or how to continue. And it's tough. It happens to everyone. Today we're going to try and give you our expert advice on how to overcome writer's block of any kind (laughs) yeah creative burnout and creative block are super tough to get through anywhere in the production world even if it's that you're a video creator or you work with audio or photography or whatever like anywhere in the world of production having block within your subject is super hard i think since both of us have a lot of experience with written content. That's sort of where we're drawn in terms of talking about dealing with writer's block. But I think a lot of this conversation can apply to many areas within production. Yeah. And I am the one with the psychology degree. Does that make me a psychologist? Sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. And it is very important to give yourself regular breaks. Like, don't cram in as much as possible within a short amount of time. Like, that goes with, like, if you're in school, if you're writing papers, don't try to write them within such a short amount of time because that's, first of all, that's bad for your brain. And secondly, the product isn't going to be very good anyway. So if you spread it out, give yourself breaks, give yourself time to separate yourself from it, and then come back to it with new ideas. I think that that's just, like, the baseline cure to writer's block. Yeah. Is just... Kind of giving yourself time to distance yourself from it and then kind of pick out what is good, what is not good, what do I need to cut and make sure you are doing it during a time of day that you know you are at your best mentally. Because like for me, afternoons suck Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's like halfway through the day and I'm a huge introvert. So I'm just like, like my battery starts to run low, so to speak. So I usually block out like those mornings. And sometimes evenings, that's when I am like at my most mentally active and I can like sit down and think, okay, this is good. This is not good. Why did I write this? Was I half asleep? What (laughs) cut that sentence? Yeah. So I think that's, that's really important. Yeah. And you mentioned there like giving yourself breaks 
to work on something and then taking a look at like what you might want to change about it. And I think that's sort of the next part of dealing with creator's block, so to speak, is give yourself permission to have a multiple step drafting process. That was something that I avoided for the longest time anywhere in my creative work, whether writing or filming or working on music production stuff. I always have steered away from having rough takes and drafts or outlines or any of that because I just want so badly to be at the final product and I want the final product to be super good. But this semester, I started forcing myself to do drafts every week before I would put out a final product of something. And oh my goodness, it truly, I think, revolutionized the way I thought and acted creatively. Because if you're not trying to edit as you go, you just have so much more freedom to throw some words on a paper and giving yourself permission to move on, take this story somewhere else, add in words you're unsure of, and then go back and clean it up. And it just is mind-blowing the difference, I think. I think that's definitely something you need to learn, is really just how to step back and be okay with cleaning things up, taking things out, especially with music and video production. Because there are so many pieces and like maybe there's a, an artistic shot that you want to leave in, but it, it's not really necessary or it somehow lowers the quality of the video, whatever. Mm. Like you need to be able to step away from it and like let go of your attachments. They do you good, but <laughs> keep them buried deep inside you. Anyway, yeah, cut it. Yes. <laughs> and I think that kind of judgment is something that takes a lot of experience and learning a lot of trial and error to kind of figure out what is actually good and necessary what isn't Mm -hmm. another thing that has really helped me with writer's block throughout my life is something that everyone tells you to do and you never do until you're just at the peak of desperation and that is let someone else look at your project yes because Their constructive criticism, emphasis on constructive, can give you fresh eyes in so many ways on whatever you're working on. Yes, and again, psychologist in the house, collaborating with other people, getting the perspective of other brains. Like no, no brain is exactly the same. Like we all Mm -hmm. think differently. We all have different perspectives on things, and the more diversity you have in perspectives, in um, thinking modes and processes, that will really help you because like, okay, for example, I am very detail oriented. I get bogged down in the details, especially if I'm writing a paper. So in college, a lot of my problem is that I write papers that are a little too long. And so it really helps me to go to the writing center. I say helps. I'm not in school anymore, but it helped me to go to the writing center where there were other people who would look over our paper and uh, you've used the writing center before, right? Yeah. Yeah. They look over our papers and say, okay, this is good, but you don't really need this sentence. Maybe you could uh, flesh out this idea a little bit more. So it's really helpful getting that perspective, just getting someone else's perspective is like, okay, does this make sense to other people? Mm -hmm. That is what's important about it, the school paper especially. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes someone will look at your script or your story or your storyboard or whatnot, and they'll, they'll give you some great ideas. And sometimes 
They'll make suggestions that in the end are not compatible with your creativity and your direction, and that's also okay. What's important in the end is that you bring in fresh perspective, you have an open attitude to let them take a look and maybe give you some suggestions, and in the end, that will propel you to put out more creativity and become more sure of your creative direction. So whether that's accepting the help they give you or whether that's taking their suggestions, thanking them for their time, and then thinking, these were great points. These points, I don't know if they quite fit. But in the end, either, either way, I think that can be really helpful is bringing in other people just to look at whatever you're doing and say, hmm, what about this? Yeah, as far as writing is concerned, my mom always tells a story of when she was in college. She's a very big picture person. Tell things quickly and simple terms. And so she would always write papers that were a little too short, but she had a friend who was very detail oriented like me and she would write papers that were a little too long. So then they would trade. Ah. And so like my mom would kind of help her cut down her paper and her friend would help her expand hers a little bit more. And so that's, that's the kind of collaboration that we're talking about here. So just kind of gathering those, those different minds, those different abilities and using them working as a team, especially for highly collaborative projects like scripts and mm -hmm. video projects, music production, all of that. Yes, definitely. It's very important to get people with different skills, different ideas. Mm -hmm. Yes, working with other people is important. I know some people would be surprised to hear me say that, but yeah, it is. I mean, coming from an outgoing introvert and an ingoing introvert, I think most people are surprised to hear us say like, oh yeah, we like to work with people on our creative projects. <laughs> I think many of our listeners will be shocked to hear that I'm an introvert at all, but... <laughs> I was going to say, I never would have guessed ever, ever that I would have a podcast at any point whatsoever. Right. <laughs> because I'm not much of a conversationalist in just day-to-day -day life. Yeah, even more so. It's like the reason that I, I like being behind the scenes, I like working in production, is because... I, I hate being the person in front of the camera or whatnot. So it is always crazy to me that like we've put out 40 something episodes of a podcast that's ours about our experiences. Yeah. And I think if it was just me doing a podcast by myself, I wouldn't have stuck with it at all. It's just so much better with another person and especially you're my friend. So it's easier to have a conversation with you. And so we kind of work together. We work with each other. So, you know, we, we kind of get that that collaboration of different minds working together. And you're you're more of a big picture person than a detail person. Oh, yes. I'm more of a detail person than a big picture person. So you see our different perspectives on things. And we, we get to know each other really well doing this, too. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a lot of fun. Well, and I think that's why our our podcast our podcast. Podcast. I think that's why our podcast and our video work and the collaborations that you and I have done have been fairly cohesive and successful and well-rounded. Well-rounded projects is because we are very different people, as you can tell from our podcast. Yeah, we argue over how to pronounce lawyer. Yeah, honestly, that's our greatest conflict to this day. <laughs> but in the end, like our our collaboration makes us both better creators and it makes our content infinitely better yeah because like if I had a podcast I think I would just sit here and lecture about the big picture of each field of production and you know give some concrete examples and it would be very like almost instructional 
because I'm very into like the educational side of podcasting. Whereas Kiri is really creative with coming up with details. Yeah, I would be even more instructional. I would be like, first you get you put the battery in the camera <laughs> and then you slide it onto the mount. Yeah. <laughs> and then you open the screen, <laughs> the viewfinder. Yeah, and Rachel would be like, get out the camera, stick it on the tripod, turn it on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, in general, Kiri is super good at being like, I think we could beef up this episode by adding this game or this quiz. And she's super creative with that. Whereas I would be like, well, guess I'm doing a short episode this week. <laughs> <laughs> so collaboration has pushed me in many ways in these creative endeavors. And I, I would highly advise anyone to seek out people who think differently than them. We've been hearing this a lot lately in the world with all the stuff that's going on. Finding people who think differently than you is really beneficial because if you are surrounding yourself with people who just agree with you, then you're never going to learn anything at all. Mm -hmm. And you're never going to grow as a person and you're never going to change. And once you find people who think differently than you, start having conversations with them. Of course, this has this can relate easily to values too, just kind of you know understanding each other. And working together as a team, you can create projects that appeal to everyone, potentially. And they're, they're very well-rounded because they bring in the perspectives and the skills of different people. I feel like I'm repeating myself with all of this, but it's because it's so important and yeah. so true. Just bringing in other people. Mm -hmm. The projects that bring different people together to work as a team end up being the best ones. Like, think of... The Mandalorian, several different directors. Oh, yes. But all of them, they are so collaborative together. If you watch the behind the scenes series, they are, they communicate with each other. They have the same goal, the same vision. And then for their individual episodes, they put their own little flair on it, each individual director. But it's all connected to a big common story. And they communicated with each other on that. Mm -hmm. and worked together and it ended up being one of the most successful shows of all time yeah so see what can happen when you have a very diverse group of people working towards a common goal well and I would encourage you to if you feel like you don't have people around you who are capable of giving you the, the specific kind of criticism or help that you're looking for or if you feel go like go to the internet you, well yeah that's exactly what I was going <laughs> to say like I am a huge proponent of, like, if you don't know something, you have a question, you want something looked at, go to a place like Reddit, find people who are doing the same thing as you, who love what they're doing and who know what they're doing, mm -hmm. and write up a little post. It sometimes feels Be a little careful, bit... Be careful, though. Yeah, obviously don't share all your personal information, Internet <laughs> Safety 101, but it's so worth it to just say, like, hey, here are these photos I took. What do you guys think in terms of how could I edit these better? Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just in a rut in terms of editing dynamic photos. Or if you're writing, like, go find a script writing subreddit or a forum anywhere online and say, hey, I've got this scene or, hey, I've got this arc. I've got these two characters. I'm just struggling for direction. Like, if you were in my shoes, what might you do? And then suddenly you have all sorts of people who have completely different takes on life than you saying, like, Hmm, it could be really interesting to put the characters in this situation, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, yeah, I am a huge proponent of if you don't have the people physically around you that can give you the help you need, don't be afraid to use your online resources. 
I think an important part of asking for advice is knowing the right questions to ask and like being specific. So like the examples you were giving of like, okay, what are some, like, I'm not sure what to do about the lighting in this photo. Like, what do you, what do you recommend I do? Or like, mm-hmm. there's the specific scene that I'm not really sure how to develop. And yeah. So just really thinking through like, okay, what, what do I actually need help with? Instead of just saying, help me with the script. I don't like it. Yeah. Just say what specifically you need help with. Cause then people who are good at those specific things will come in and say, Oh, well maybe like, okay, I'm a, I'd like my specialty is. Uh... Well, if you, if you have someone that specializes in like wildlife photography, then you put your nature photo up and you say, Hey, I've got this like animal in the corner that I want it to be in focus. I'm struggling to get it to stay in focus with my aperture or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people who are experts are more than willing, in my experience, to jump in and say, Hey, here's what I do. Hope this helps. And honestly, most helpful people on the internet are actually like really nice. Oh yeah. Like they they want to help you. That is why they're present in these communities online. Yeah. Yeah, the people who will actually who actually spend time on these forums and answer questions for people. Mm-hmm. This is unrelated to creative block, but it is related to asking for help and asking for constructive feedback and getting it. I had a giant problem with some web design work I was doing over the summer. A bunch of my code randomly disappeared and I was like, what the heck? I don't know what's going on. And it just like... Whatever the problem flew so over my head that I was like, I I need help and I need help of the expert coder kind. So I went in a couple of web design forums. I laid out very specifically every step I had taken and what my problem was. And then I asked like one question at the end. I was like, from your perspective, what could have caused this issue and how would you proceed from here? And I think I got like 10 responses. That's a good specific question yeah and all of them were helpful um and some of them were like a sentence long like hey have you checked your browser cache and others were like paragraphs and paragraphs long about like here are some of the things that could be causing it here are some of the things i would check here's you know sort of a pre-flight uh, a pre-flight list for the future stuff like that they and they they were super helpful in solving my problem and i felt much less afraid of asking for help online after that situation. Because I was like, huh, there are people out here in the technology and production world that actually really want to help other people doing the same work as them. Well, and before you just take this as go to any forum and ask for help, (laughs) be careful about where you go to ask for help. Reddit is actually a good place. Finding those subreddits that are specific to your needs uh, like a wildlife photography subreddit, if we're going with that example, script writing mm-hmm. subreddit, you know, it's, there's, there's all kinds of forums that are out there. Reddit is probably the best place to start though. Yeah, I would agree. And of course, I think before you decide to go to the internet, if you are actually like friends with a person who is an expert in whatever it is that you're trying to do, Talk to them first because mm-hmm. they know you, they know what you're trying to learn, and they they know how to talk to you specifically. And so I think that is especially beneficial if you have a connection like that. Like for us, it would be Darren, definitely, as far as like video production stuff is concerned. Yes, definitely. 
we did an entire episode about him. Yeah. And like that has been incredibly helpful, even a little bit after college, especially with the War of the Worlds thing. Of course, that was a lot more collaborative with that same group. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's good to have those figures in your life, just like some somebody who can mentor you through your professional growth in that process. Yeah. And I would say too, that having experts and knowledgeable people look at your work is super important. But sometimes, especially if you're doing something creative, or if you're working on something that is super story based, sometimes it is actually helpful to pitch your project to someone who is not at all involved with what you're doing. Oh, yeah. So say you're writing a movie script, send the script to one of your friends and say An like, biased source. Yeah. Hey, if you were watching this in theaters, what would you love about it? What would you hate about it? Is there anything about it that would make it more interesting to you? Stuff like that. Get somebody who's not attached to it, mm-hmm. who's not super involved to just give an objective opinion. Yes. I, I would do that a lot with 404 videos after uploading them, of course. Like, like there was... Uh, the unusual first date video. It was our, I think it's still our most popular skit video. And I was showing it to people like, is this actually funny? Or is it just funny because you know me? And this is something Mm -hmm. I would totally do. Be sure to watch it. Unusual first date, error 404 show not found. It's a great video. Like and subscribe. Yeah, like (laughs) and subscribe. They, They have new content coming their way eventually. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's, Really good to get that outsider opinion. Make sure this appeals to a general audience or if you're or if you're trying to direct it to a specific audience, find somebody from that group and say, okay, does this work? Is this good? Yeah, definitely. So I think moral of the overall story is other people are so helpful to your creative block and your creative burnout. Whether it's an expert, whether it's an outside source, whether it's a friend, whether it's your mom, don't be afraid to bring someone else in. Yeah, whether it's the internet. This is a shorter episode, but it's Christmas. You're probably with your family and friends. So go have fun. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy your holiday break. And we have a crap ton more episodes that you can listen to as well mm-hmm. uh, so be sure to follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts leave us a comment and review if you're on Apple Podcasts and uh, follow us on Instagram too Carrie underscore Jones Rachel H&H yes you can also check out our website postprodpod.com yes and we really do encourage you to stick around because we have some awesome content with some super special guests coming out Mm -hmm. in the next few months, ringing in the new year here on post-production. And we would love for you to join us for that. Yes, this is our last episode of 2020. Oh my goodness. This is it. Thank goodness this year is over. Yeah. But also, this year has been a great year on our podcast. And we're super super thankful. It's the only year on our podcast so far, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are super thankful for this first year on our podcast. And for those of you that have joined us for that. Yes. And we hope that you will join us next year for all of the awesome content that we have coming. Yes, as always, thank you for listening. Listening. Thank you for supporting us as we've gotten this up and running, and we hope for new and exciting things in the next year. I know we have a few big things planned mm-hmm. and lots of ideas coming your way. Perhaps a Patreon, more guests, more content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so be sure to give us a follow and keep an eye out. Yes, 
So with that, we hope to see you next Saturday. And this has been the The Post Production Podcast. We try not to do that the exact same way every time. You know, it's it's chaotic every time. It's great. True that. Anyway, goodbye. Goodbye now. Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.